Dialed by Science CEOs is hosted by me, Megan Martis. And me, Io Aikby. We are young CEOs and founders of ventures in the clothing industry. I am the founder of Pingyo, a premium clothing care company. And I'm the founder of Clovo, a natural undergarment company. With our shared backgrounds in science and engineering, we take a unique lens to talk about sustainability, representation, and innovation. To do this, we bring on incredible change makers in the clothing industry to grow awareness and positive change. Today, our change maker is Idio Keke, who has a degree in neuroscience from USD. She is currently on the executive team leader at a corporation. She's here to talk about being a young woman in a managerial position and why representation matters. So welcome, Idi. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Great, great. Awesome. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. We're super excited to bring you on and really are excited to hear about your journey. Yeah, I would love to share with you guys um, my first year out of college. It's been so far a crazy experience, especially being in a pandemic. Uh, so I, if you didn't know, Eddie and I have been friends for, I think, like almost nine years now. We went to high school together, which is where we met. And we've been really good friends. And I've just been so inspired by Eddie's journey. And I'm really excited for her to share more about it today. Oh, my that God. That is so that's so cool. You guys have been friends for almost a decade now. That's super awesome. Uh, so, Eddie, thank you again, like Megan said, for being on here. Super excited to have this conversation with you. Tell us a little bit more about your background, your story, and how you came to where you are today. Yeah, most definitely. So, I've always, growing up, I've always had an interest in, like, science and especially, like, the brain component and aspects. And so, I majored in behavioral neuroscience, which technically isn't like core neuroscience but does focus on like behaviors um what triggers like pain what triggers incitement happiness and just a lot of psychological studies around the brain and so that was my degree and it was really good it was a very good experience um I went to an institution that taught me a lot about liberal arts in the background so I feel like I have a really good foundation when it comes to um, social justice, sociology, even business, theology, since I did go to a Catholic university, and also science, which is my main focus. And so I, wherever I go, I try to apply everything I can. And so neuroscience helps me think differently and also um, just apply it to my daily jobs as now being an <laughs> executive manager at a big company. And so that being said, um, I applied to this company, my internship um, during junior year of college. And it was an internship, nothing science related. It was just all business. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to go for it. And yeah, after the internship, my junior of college, they offered me a full-time position. And so I've been with them ever since. It's been almost a year right after graduation. I think I'm doing pretty good. I think my boss would say the same, but it's not science related, but I do like how I can apply it and also have leadership backgrounds in college too. I was a tour guide president of a couple clubs and so business is definitely my calling yeah no definitely like knowing you I'm very excited to see you go into business um and I would love to learn more about like exactly what your role is yeah for sure so I lead a small team so far it's like a team of I would say seven to eight people at my job and we basically min minimize loss. Um, so it has actually inspired me to get a master's of finance 
soon, hopefully. And so I focus on the company shortage and as well as like make sure that um, the security team is good and also um, like safety and awareness for the company as well. Wow, that seems like a very important <laughs> role. Um, so that's cool that you get to do that, especially being right out of college. Um, I'm actually super curious, being right out of college, what has that been like, that experience of from going to school, finishing, graduating, and then now working full time? Um, it's been honestly <laughs> a crazy roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in college, you know, you have your routines, you have your classes, you have your social um, circles, you have your clubs and organizations to go to and after school volunteering programs, and you just have a strict schedule, like, you know what you're going to do the next day, you know what your classes are, you know what your teachers and professors expect. And so coming out of college and having to manage a full fully staffed team and then coming out of work, I work 10 hours a day, which doesn't seem like anything, to be honest, I got used to it. But coming back from work, um, to be honest with you, I would be tired <laughs> and I would just want to fall asleep and then wake up and work the next day. Um, but I have actually formed a good routine. I noticed that I'm a very structured person. So after work, I make time for myself to work out, um, journal, I write, I study for my GRE and also hang, make time for my friends and family. And so it didn't happen overnight. I would honestly say it took like six to seven months just to like get a solid routine but I do like the post-grad life. I'm starting to like it. Yeah, I, I really love your honesty around that, how it just didn't happen overnight. It took some time. Um, mm -hmm. So that's really great to hear. And it's so cool to see that you're juggling a lot of these things and that your transition um, like out of post-grad life to like full working woman um, has kind of been like a really nice gradual transition for you. So in your work, what is it like being a woman in charge? Um, that's a very good question. I would say um, there was some hesitation regarding like my background, my science background, my even race and gender, I would say. Um, but it's just what it makes me diverse. And so I just have to be myself, um, stand my ground and know what my job is asking me to do and what I need to do for that company also for myself so I can stay true to myself and not be anyone else either. And so it's been interesting, but not too crazy to be honest because I've always identified as an African-American woman as being a tour guide and president of my clubs at my um, institution back at school. And mm -hmm. so it's just a next chapter for me. So nothing really has changed. I've learned to just be myself um, and also like get the job done. And so, yeah, yeah. it hasn't been too crazy, I would say. Hmm. Boss woman, we love to see it. We love to see it. Um, so with the standing your ground, have you faced any obstacles or challenges? And if so, what were they? Do you have any specific stories to share? Um, I would say working for corporate America, they have different set of expectations than your institution in college does. <laughs> um, for university, they expect like good grades for you to turn your assignments on time. It's totally different being a manager. Like if you are overseeing like seven to eight people, I have some peers and colleagues of mine that are overseeing more than that. There's a lot of responsibility, a lot of accountability for sure. Um, in the beginning, I would not be the one to I was really lenient and I never wanted to like write anyone up or um 
have my employees like be accountable for one another, another and even themselves. So that was something I had to tackle. But then I had to look at the bigger picture. I'm like, okay, I have to hold you accountable so then you can learn. And I just want you to be the best leader that you can be. And so um, my navigation take on it is leading others so then they can lead themselves. And so that's just what I've been rolling with. <laughs> but honestly, my job has a lot of different components and expectations. And so I was like, okay, I have to have a prior priority list and prioritize like, okay, I need to get this one done. This one can wait the next day. This one can wait like the next week, but also still cater to my team and what they need at the same time. So it takes some time, but I just like to so studying, being in college, getting those good grades. Just, I have to focus on my team and my own requirements for my job. That's definitely a great parallel between what you used to do at school and work. I like how you've really carried over those same habits and like same pro thought process to your kind of like almost new life now as a recent graduate with a full-time job. And kind of along that line, I guess I kind of mentioned this earlier as well, but coming into a corporation, into a managerial position, what is it like to be a lot younger than the people that you manage? Like, has that caused any challenges? Like, how did you handle that situation? That's a really good question. And honestly, I thought I was going to have to have a big obstacle around my age. But something that my company does really well is they're not biased towards anyone. They're not biased towards anyone's gender, race, identity, or even age. And so as you're in that role, you're a manager, just like your other colleagues and peers, and you have to oversee a team. Um, as long as you can add on to the table, um, be a light to the team, um, add your personality, your spice to the team, while also obviously getting your job done. Um, I haven't seen it much of an issue. Um, I would say being younger, I do have a different mindset. <laughs> I mean, I haven't put a mortgage down. I don't have that many responsibilities as my older colleagues. Um, and I am straight out of college still. And so it just comes with like having a mature mindset, knowing that there's a time and place for everything, which thankfully I've learned um, at college and being the president of different organizations and a tour guide just talking to people. And so by being a tour guide, it's kind of funny because I know how to talk to people of all different backgrounds and um, different areas across the country. And so I think it has given me the opportunity and ability to know how to talk to different people who have different personalities. And yeah, it hasn't been fine. <laughs> it's just a lot of maturing, but I try to take it day by day. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and that's neat, like your perspective on it, like being young, how that can also be advantageous. Um, I'm curious to know, like, I know your workplace doesn't, is, isn't biased or anything, but have you had any experiences or do you have any thoughts about what it's like being a black woman in the working world? Yeah, um, I would say my personality does come up across like differently than like my non-Black colleagues and peers. Um, and so it just comes with a lot of self-awareness. Um, I try to just do my job, do my work at the end of the day, but I do have to recognize like, yeah, um, my workplace does try to like confront people being biased and being non-biased. But I mean, we do have a subconscious mindset at the end of the day. And so um, just recognizing it, um, they know I'm Black. Um, I know there are differences in identities. And so just putting it all across the table and just being open and upfront with 
um, each other, which is why we have like weekly meetings and um, team builds as well. I think team builds is really important for such a big workplace that I work at. And so it's it like the issues come across being a black woman, but I can say that anywhere, like even being at the grocery store, being at school, I have so many stories as well. And so it's unfortunate, but it is a daily reality. And nowadays I just try to confront it on the spot um, just so we can make a difference. Cause yeah, I'm just one person, but if I can educate my colleagues, my peers, um, whenever I feel some type of way about something that they said, um, I feel like I'm making my workplace better. And also wherever they're going after the workplace, if they're going to hang out with other friends, they'll become more educated on working with people of different backgrounds. That's great that you've really been able to recognize it. And it's awesome that you're in a workplace that you guys can talk about that. I think that's just incredible. I think that you must work for a great corporation that really allows you to have that open floor um, and then also to educate as well. I think that's so important uh, to really pave the way for people even like coming um, from Sorry, pave the way for people coming into a role like yours, like to have, like you set this example and kind of along that line, do you have any advice that you would give to Itty eight months ago when you just started? Like you're this new college graduate, you're young, you're coming into this managerial position. Like what would you tell Itty back then as some good advice? That is a really good question. I know I keep ask, telling you guys that, but <laughs> you guys are really hitting all the good spots. Um, I would tell 88 months ago to don't be afraid to build partnerships and network. To be honest with you guys, eight months ago, probably 10 months ago, I was just coming into this workplace with a mindset like, I'm going to just do my job. I'm not going to make any friends. <laughs> my friends and colleagues, they do not mix. I'm going to just go do my job and then leave. But my workplace really prioritizes partnerships, team builds, working together. And that's something I honestly did not realize till most likely recently, because yes, I can do my job by myself, but what good does that do for the company? What good does that do for anyone else? If anything, it just isolates myself. It doesn't help me realize different aspects of my workplace and different opportunities that my peers and colleagues can even give me. And maybe I can help them. And honestly, since I've learned to put myself out there and partner, they've been helping me out as well. So that was also another attribute to the previous question about being a Black woman. I'm the only Black woman in my um, field or like in my level in my workplace. Um, so I was like, no one's going to understand me. What's the point? But no, I mean, the whole world and our lifestyles, it's educational. You can learn something new every single day. And so partnerships. <laughs> don't, put, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And ever since I like had that light bulb go over my head, it's honestly been great partnering with my employees yeah wow that's that's amazing that that partnership piece of what you were saying and um it, whenever you were talking it kind of reminded me of my experience in undergrad of how oftentimes in the classroom I was the only woman and I was the only black person and like literally the only black woman and so um um but like that didn't stop from making like for me being able to add value to that room or to to um, teach someone something new or for them to teach me something new. And so I love what you said about partnerships because um, it can be more of an asset than anything to be different. Um, so kind of adding on to that, why do you think representation matters? Like in the workplace, at, in the school uh, environment, beyond, like why, why does it matter? Why should you know, we care about it? 
like representation matters because this world is just filled with people of all different backgrounds, all different experiences. And so if our world is a whole melting pot of different ethnicities and capabilities and people who have different talents all across the spectrum, um, why can't we just put that into a workplace? Why can't we put that on social media? Why can't we put that on in television? Why can't we just basically put the whole world and all of our different backgrounds and just carp part or like minimize it or like even put it into a TV show where representation matters? Because if I'm at home and I live in Kansas, I would want to see people that look like me because I know that there's people that look like me all over the world. So just representation matters for that sole reason. Um, we're not all, we don't all look the same. We're not all one person. And so I think we should just encompass the world into wherever we are, whether it's the workplace or even undergrad or institutions. So I thought that was really well said. Um, I definitely agree that adding representation everywhere, because like you said, if you're in Kansas, you're not seeing people like you. It's, it's great to see yourself in other places. Um, and I think that you really you bring like a really interesting perspective to this podcast because you're not really in the fashion world like most of our other people that come in here. So I, I love how you're bringing this new perspective in and you're talking about representation like in everything rather than just like we had Aurora Tights on recently and she was talking about representation in the ice skating world through creating inclusive coloring tights. And she brought like a very similar message of like women want to, not just women, everyone wants to see themselves included, like not only in clothing, but also in mass media. And also just in like manager positions as you're talking about, like it's incredible that you walk into work and you're just such a strong woman. And um, I would love to know more kind of on that line of like how you've developed your leadership style of like being a strong woman and really just being this guiding light to recognizing that there are issues and that there needs to be change and being willing to be the person educating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, as cheesy as this sounds, I just learned to be myself. <laughs> I like to sometimes call myself the awkward black girl, shout to Insecure and Issa Rae, love that show and I love her so much. And so just by watching that show, I'm like, I identify as her and I am awkward at times and that's okay and so I'm not the type of person especially in my managerial position I don't like to tell my team that I'm I know it all everything I say is right everything I tell you guys is right um, especially with the age difference like just in my own team and department I'm not the oldest because I'm the manager I'm probably like one of the youngest to be honest and it's weird <laughs> but I always tell my team hey like some of you guys have been a part of this company more than me I would like to learn from you guys and so I like to form and build this ethical form of leadership wherever I go and ethical form of leadership is like no matter what background someone comes from um, just try to learn from each other and so that's what my team and I have been doing and it's been working so far <laughs> pretty good <laughs> and I always like to advocate for my team as well my um, my employees and team members, they also have different backgrounds and whenever they have an issue with like someone else from another department or maybe they are having issues at home or like just struggling in their role um, and position at the workplace, we just like to work on it. And so I always advocate for my team. Hopefully they advocate for me, but that form of ethical leadership and not thinking that you know it all is really important. 
Yeah. Um, so the last question that we like to ask all our guests that come on the podcast, and you're welcome to take this any way that you like. So it is, what kind of impact do you want to make in the future? Oh, that's a really good question. I tell everyone I want to be a CEO one day. <laughs> so ask me of what? <laughs> Hopefully my life. But an impact, I want to just have everyone feel like they have someone to lean on. Um, I think we live in a very individualistic society, unlike other countries in this world. And so we always think about ourselves, always be like, I have to get this paycheck, I have to do this, I have these goals. But if you look at other countries like Japan, East Asian countries, and even West African countries as well, uh, we all have, we all need to rely on someone, you know, there's a saying that it takes a village. And so the impact I hope to have, especially in my current workplace, wherever I go, is that we can all rely on each other to level up, um, to network, to meet other people, to all achieve our goals. Because yeah, we each have our own, but I mean, we do need each other to get there. And so yeah, that's the impact I hope to have on my team and even my friends and family. Okay, that's amazing. And before we get into takeaways, um, I was just super curious, how has your upbringing affected or impacted the kind of women that you are today? Oh my gosh, you guys just have so many good questions. <laughs> um, my parents raised me to be as polite and sweet as possible. Um, my name also derives from you are sweet. And so I just try to treat everyone with kindness. I also, from my West African background, I treat elders with respect. And so <laughs> that being said, going into a workplace and just meeting people all different ages and backgrounds, I was like, I have to respect everyone. Um, but also I do have to, they are my peers and we are equal at the same time. So that's been something interesting to navigate. It's like, how do I respect my elders when my elders are like the same position as me? Um, mm. But it's been working so far so good. Um, once again, I'm just killing with kindness. I'm as sweet as I can be. That's who I am. And so, yeah, that's been good. Did I answer your question? Yeah, perfectly. <laughs> Uh, to say the least, Eddie, you are amazing. You are so inspiring. I love your your confidence. I love how you just operate fully from a place of being yourself um, uh, in this conversation, in your workplace, and, and beyond. So it's just like really inspiring to see. Um, usually at the end of every episode, not usually we do, at, at the end of every episode, we, <laughs> we and Megan share our takeaways. And for mine today, I took away so much. Um, but the things that stood out to me from what I learned about from you is one, it takes time to transition and just to have like grace with yourself and just understand that like those changes won't come overnight. I think that was a big one uh, for me to learn, especially just like leaving college now, um, two months out. And then the second one was the prioritization that you mentioned. I think that is always like an ever evolving thing that once you can get that right, then things kind of like get a little bit easier because um, you know where to focus. And so I really uh, took that away a lot. And then last piece is just like being who you are, like just showing up fully as who you are and that being enough and then navigating um, every situation like for what it is. I just, yeah, I loved, I loved everything, but those are the things that stood out to me. Um, how about you, Megan? Yeah, I want to definitely echo everything that Ayo just said. I think when I think of you, Eddie, I think of light, like you just bring such happiness and I think that's a, like also what you, it ties into a lot of like what you talked about, like you bring such light to your workplace, you're happy 
And you've really created this amazing routine for yourself that I think a lot of people can learn from and definitely take a lot away from in this podcast. But overall, I think the main thing that I took away from you is just to be yourself and to really bring that into your managerial leadership style. Since the minute that you stop being yourself, you create start creating like issues, I, I'd imagine, because then you're not like really happy. Like, I feel like you're just always so happy. And I think that you really accomplish that by just being yourself in every part of your life. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> Is there anything we didn't ask you that you would love to share? Um, no, you guys put so many great points and have so many good questions. It was honestly a reflecting moment. <laughs> so this was a really good podcast. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Itty. And so we'll probably close the podcast out here. So if listeners have any questions or you really resonated with something that Eddie said, please leave it in the comments below. And if you think that this would resonate with one of your friends as well, please share it with them. But thank you again for joining us on this episode of the Styled by Science CEOs podcast. And we're excited to see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.